Hello again, you're listening to the news at one. Almost a thousand international protection applicants are without state accommodation, according to the latest official figures. Since the 4th of December, the state has been unable to provide accommodation to single men arriving into the country due to a shortage of beds. As of this lunchtime, 970 people are without an offer of a bed. Hundreds are sleeping rough. Nick Henderson is CEO of the Irish Refugee Council. He's on the line. Nick Henderson, thanks for taking our uh, call this lunchtime. Of those international protection applicants who are arriving here, single men, uh, for whom there is no state accommodation, what is happening to them? Yeah, it's a situation of great concern to us, Brian. Um, Approximately 1,300 men have arrived in the country since the beginning of December, and approximately 157 have uh, received accommodation after what's called a vulnerability triage that would try to identify medical issues in particular and those 157 people have been accommodated and then there's an, around another 255 people who have subsequently received accommodation uh, and that leaves a figure as you say of 970 people who are currently without accommodation uh, we do outreach to two locations in Dublin city twice a week we were there at one of those locations this morning meeting people who are homeless and without accommodation uh, and that people are in a desperate and dire situation. Uh, I met one person who had been without accommodation for uh, two months. He'd arrived uh, on the 18th of uh, Mm. the middle of December. Um, Another person that we met had spoken about having their belongings uh, stolen from them. And that's been a common theme uh, in from the people that we've met, and we've met around 200 people in total that they've uh, suffered. Um, some people have suffered assault. Some people have had belongings stolen from them on the street. I mean, we know so the it's quite a Inter- desperate situation. We know the Department of Integration is making efforts to try to find accommodation most recently, earmarking the, the D Hotel in Dundalk, for example, which, if made available, would accommodate some hundreds um, of international protection applicants. Is, is it initiatives on that sort of scale that are necessary? It certainly is. And I don't know if the D hotel and it would be used for single men as opposed to families. I'm not I haven't I, I'm, I'm not aware of whether it would be have, have a designated use. Uh, one thing that we did and tried to do uh, repeatedly is draw to the attention of government that there is capacity, we believe, in the system, both within the IPAS system. We believe there are spare beds but particularly within the Ukrainian accommodation system, there are at least, or were at the end of January, at least 2,000 vacancies within the Ukrainian accommodation system that we believe could be used. I think the government would say, well, providers have a designated use for Ukrainians only, but we would be concerned by that. And we think there is an obligation on government to work with providers and try to... uh, argue with providers to provide accommodation for all people and then also we believe there's accommodation elsewhere within governments reach other government departments and we drew this to their attention in correspondence at the beginning of december that other government departments the hse the opw may have temporary accommodation or buildings that could uh, be used to accommodate people on a temporary basis we know the government has taken a number of other initiatives in this there's changes to the uh, the basis uh, on uh, which um, ukrainian refugees uh, are, mm. are coming here for example that's in the pipeline also discussion 
discussion around uh, those countries which are, are designated as, as not safe or, or, or safe countries and so on. Are, are those kind of moves going to reduce the flow, would you think? It's very hard to tell. Uh, just looking at the figures at the moment, they don't seem to have had an effect, certainly not on the international protection side. There has been a dip in the number of people arriving from Ukraine. Uh, one thing that we would always say is that people move because of circumstances in their country. Uh, people move because they are fear or have experienced persecution. Um, and people in our experience, and there's academic studies that have supported this, people are not uh, aware or mainly only, maybe only partially aware of the offering in a certain country. Uh, and uh, when we meet people, uh, and as I say, we've met over 200 people, uh, people are, are, are surprised uh, about the situation that they find themselves in. People don't expect the, the, the world. They don't expect uh, a particularly um, advanced or accommodation. People are looking for shelter. Uh, so it is of great, it is of surprise to people when they arrive and the, the, they're told that there isn't accommodation. So we really don't think that the, that the efforts made in uh, by the state uh, will necessarily have effect on the number of people coming here. All right. Nick Anderson, CEO of the Irish Refugee Council, thank you for that. I should say the D Hotel is in uh, is in Drogheda uh, and not uh, uh, is in is in Drogheda, not Dundalk, as I said a little bit earlier.